0: Till I ran into Ben Kenobi and Luke Skywalker, I had myself a pretty good little operation. They wanted a ride to Alderaan, and they're willing to pay enough so I didn't have to ask any questions. Now I'm in the middle of a rebellion. I'm spending half my time dodging Imperial ships and the other half avoiding Her Holiness. Not only that, but Jabba the Hutt's got a price on my head, and he's put Boba Fett on my trail. Something tells me it's not going to get me better when the
1: Empire strikes back.
2: The Empire Strikes Back comes to a theater near you on May the 21st, 1980. And here
3: we go.
4: Good evening, ladies and gentlemen.
0: We are tonight's entertainment...
3: i'm gonna kill you maybe not today maybe not tomorrow that's not how the force works very small man can cast a very large shadow once more the sith will rule the galaxy Most
1: impressive. You were on the Sith List. Welcome, welcome, welcome to episode number 75 of The Sith List. I am your host, Arash Dolat Shahi, and my co pilots for this first episode of the new year, Mm -hmm. the young, the restless, the animalistic Carlos Buarguayo. I don't know why I did that. Yeah, I was like, wait, what? The man that instead of Crunch Crunch this week, we're going to call him Extraction Jackson. Oh because wow! Because he went to the dentist, Mister Less's extraction, <laughs> <laughs> and also the man we call the hair, Eric. I'm on my way home, sweet home, Struthers. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> and tonight we are in the presence of royalty mm-hmm. once again. He, he's not. He's not engaged. To, uh, what's her name? Margot Mark- Markle? Megan Markle. Megan Markle. You get that queen's name right, dude. Buddy, <laughs> he probably wishes he was. I hope your wife doesn't hear that. <laughs> <laughs> the man that you've probably heard on many podcasts, including this one over and over. He is a reoccurring guest and an amazing contributor with emails and voicemails and all kinds of stuff. He is the guy we call King Tom. Gentlemen,
3: The king.
5: Hello, hello, hello. Not much. How are you doing? Thanks yeah, for having, having me.
1: By the way, his name is Tom Chansky, if you really want to know yeah. his name. Yeah.
5: Most people know that by now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Or exactly. the people who pay attention to such frivolous
1: things. That's right. Yes, that's right. Thanks for coming on, man.
5: <laughs> no, it's it's always a blast talking with you guys.
1: Yeah, we're very excited. This is our first episode of the new year. We had our end of 2017 TV and film episodes, and those went pretty well. And And I was gone for two weeks, and I was actually in Thailand. Mm. yeah we got a nice, yeah, we got a wedding present, and we booked it about a year ago, so it was time for us to go, so we went to Thailand, and I'll talk a little bit about that in a second, but how was your guys's how was your Christmas and your new year's uh I'll go with you eric how was how was that whole shenanigan for you?
4: It was fantastic, man, you know, I'm the music director at a church, so Christmas time is crazy time, but Christmas has always been my favorite, and I've got two little kids, three and five. And so that just like makes it all the better. And the office was closed between Christmas and New Year, and there was a house full of new Star Wars toys. So there you go, man. It's a whole thing. <laughs> that sounds epic.
1: <laughs> good for you. How about you, King Tom? Mine was mine was good. Um,
5: you know, like Eric, I have two young kids, a seven year old and a five year old. They had great Christmas. They had they just went back to school yesterday because we had a snow day snow day Monday. But oh, um, nice. You know, I, well, for them, it was. For us, not so much. Oh, yeah, um, <laughs> yeah. But it was, you know, I saw Star Wars a bunch of times. My my son, he only stayed halfway through it because he, his first time he was a little bit antsy. He was hungry, and then he kind of got sick in the middle of it, and he hasn't really expressed a desire to go back. My daughter loves it, and she's That's she wants cool. me to take her another time. I want to take her another time. So it, it's nice to have that in the theaters to, you know, kids are to bed early. Uh, right. one night and wife is like doing her own thing. I can go see a movie. I can, I can, I figured it out. I can leave at the scheduled time and get there at the theater in my seat right before the Infinity War trailer oh, starts. Oh, nice. You have <laughs> set it. You have perfectly <laughs> set
1: the time up. Yep. That is very cool. That sounds amazing, man. That's great. Yeah. yeah. How about you guys? How about you, Boo? <laughs> well, what was it the Christmas holiday with, with work. I've, uh, oh, what shit. is it? I remember. I remember
2: actually Christmas Eve at my aunt's house and people were saying, you know, saying hi and saying Merry Christmas. And I was like, Oh shit, it's Christmas. Yeah. I was like, fuck. You totally forgot. Totally forgot. Just blew right past me. So, but it, it was nice. You know, it's always a nice time. Uh, like, uh, like King Tom, I saw Star Wars again. I took my niece. So that was cool. Oh, that's very cool. She loved it. She loved it. Her, she, yeah. she had the greatest reaction when uh, Snoke died. Her, yeah. her jaw, her jaw hit the floor. That's she's cool. looking at me and I was, I was watching out of the corner of my eye waiting for it. And she's just, <laughs>
1: she's just dumbfounded. I was like, yeah, I know. I was the same way. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> yeah.
2: awesome. Yeah. So it was nice. It's
1: great to hear all the, the girls liking it. Yes. I mean That's really cool, man. Yeah. How about you? Les? I know that it wasn't that great of a vacation for you.
0: No, I was sick. (laughs) So I ate some prime rib, like I said. Yeah. And then December 26th, basically to the 30th, I was sick. Not because of the prime rib, but yeah, I was in bed.
1: And then you had an extraction and a root canal. And
0: then after, I had a pretty solid New Year's, but then after
1: that, yes, I am sitting here right now. Oh Yeah, he's in pain right now, by Uh, the way. Thank you for actually making the effort. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) We would have berated you if you didn't. Actually,
0: you know what, though? (laughs) If I were a maniacal villain... Dental work would be my means of torture for anyone. <laughs> you'd be in, you'd be a terrifying
2: villain at that point.
0: That would be I'd just have them strapped in like in Marathon Man. Holy
2: shit. So he was strapped in yeah. and then the Nazi dentist is over him. Oh. You're you're the next Bond villain and that, that's how he's gonna that's torture exactly James right, Bond. Man. Just yeah. take all the a- teeth. Oh, Alias! So, Alias yeah. had a uh, villain who was in a dental. Work that's too. right. That's
0: oh right. no, that's just Fuck so that bad. No man, Alias
5: <laughs> reference. I love it. Uh,
0: yeah, I wouldn't wish this on anybody. Actually, if I was a villain, I would.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's a good segue, Boo, because you talk about James Bond. Ah. I got to go to James Bond Island. Yes, you did. In um, and Fifi Island, they call it, or actually, it's pronounced Pee Pee Island. Huh. It, it is. It's, and it's, and I went to a place are you called, you sure it was James Bond Island? Spelled fuck it, but it's no, really Phuket. It's fuck it. But it's fuck it. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I got to go to James Bond Island. And here's the cool thing. While I was there, I was talking to Jason Ward and he's like, dude, did you go to Kashyyyk? And I was That's like, right. what are you talking about? He goes, bro, episode three was filmed in like one of the islands. And I, and I looked at my itinerary and I was going to that island tomorrow. So I got to go to Chewie's homeland. That's awesome. Did you but, see any Wookiees? I didn't see a Wookiee. I saw somebody that looked like an Ewok. Oh. Any any uh, severed clone trooper heads? Oh, no, no around. severed clone trooper heads. No, nope, <laughs> nope. but I did see a guy get bit by a monkey on his head. Huh. Yeah, he had he oh, had about wow. eight monkeys on him. He was being a dick. And then all of a sudden, one of the monkeys got an argument with the other monkey on top of him and then snapped him right in the forehead.
2: So. Ouch. Yeah. You like monkeys, right? I fucking
1: hate monkeys. <laughs> I I I was so far away from them. I fucking I hate little monkeys. I don't mind like planet of the ape monkeys. Yeah, like Caesar. It's the and stuff ones like that, that you see at the circus that look like humans that wear hats and ask for money? Oh. Those ones freak me out, man. Gotcha. I hate them. I fucking hate them. <laughs> so, they were all over. They have a place called Monkey Island. So you were there. We yeah, we had to, but I was really freaked out. Yeah. But it, it is a beautiful country. Got to do an elephant sanctuary and hung out with elephants that were rehabilitating from injuries and stuff. So that was amazing, and I got to uh, see a film there. I saw Jumanji. Mm. their Their country is very like non third world. Uh, I was expecting jungle and dirt roads. (laughs) Definitely not. Some parts were nicer than we here we have in the United States. (laughs) So I got to do that. But the cool thing is, I got to binge on the flight a bunch of shows, and I got to binge some movies. So I'm going to talk about that in a second. But before we do, let's talk about our amazing podcast network, Mm. the MSW Podcast Network, with all kinds of MSW podcasts, like Now This Is Podcasting, Rogue One, a Star Wars podcast for winners, Blue Harvest, Steel Wars, Rebel Girl, The Cantina Cast, Idiot's Array, Tarkin's Top Shelf, Podcast 2187, The Cargo Hold, and Fingered with Randy and Jason. That is our podcast network. Check them out. Go on MSW.com and you can find all of those great podcasts. You can also find us on Twitter. Find me at the Sithless Boo. At the Sithless Boo. Extraction Jackson. <laughs> at
4: Less is More seventy eight. Mister Hair. At Eric Strathers
1: and Mister Chansky. King or the uh, Tom
5: Chansky. <laughs> One oh. I don't know my Twitter handle anymore. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: All right. Thank you. So you can find us there and you can find us on Facebook, The Sith List. You can email us at SithList at gmail.com. We have an Instagram, The Sith List. Thank you, Andrew Medina, for hooking us up with all that stuff. And T public, just look for us. And that is the shenanigans. Please leave iTunes reviews. We really appreciate it. And we are on Spotify. So if you have Spotify, we got accepted on Spotify, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I have my playlist on Spotify, and I have like Rush, and I have Zeppelin, and then, then I have the Sith list. That's all. So awesome. it's kind of cool to see it. So I'm just going to talk about the stuff we binged real quick, and then we're going to get into Star Wars because there's some cool news. Boo, you'll be happy. I got to see Ozark, and Yay, I finished it all. good. And let me tell you, holy shit. It's good, right? It is like breaking Bateman. <laughs> it's like Breaking Bad, but mm-hmm. Jason Bateman being kind of his cool dude that he is. Yeah. But it's not a joke. It's like, it's a great show mm-hmm. and it's full of drama.
2: Yeah. yeah, He's fantastic oh, in it. It's, yeah.
1: He's fantastic. The show is great and everything about it is great. Awesome. Got good. to see Jumanji. Like I said, it was enjoyable. It was fun. It's good. Yeah. It was cool. I got to see the Spielberg documentary. Mm. And for you, Star Wars fans, have you guys, King Tom and uh, Eric, have you seen this? No. Okay. No. For, for Star Wars fans, you have to see the Spielberg documentary because it's full of people that influence Star Wars. It's Lucas is in it throughout the entire thing being interviewed. John Williams is in it. Harrison Ford's in it, obviously. Kathleen Kennedy, Kasdan. It's just full of Star Wars references. It's a great documentary about the work of Steven Spielberg and how they all came up together. And he was the guy that didn't get into USC. But all the other guys did. But he still kind of infiltrated and hung out with them. Yeah. So if you get a chance, HBO put it out. It's on Netflix. Oh, I don't know if it's on Netflix. It's not. It's on HBO Go. If you get a chance, watch Spielberg. And I saw a great show called Sinner on Netflix mm. with Jessica Biel. So those are the shows that I watched. Great stuff. I got to binge some stuff. And I had a great time in Thailand. And glad to be home and glad to be podcasting. I miss podcasting. It's good. I miss hearing all your guys' voices. <laughs> all right. Let's get into some Star Wars, man. You guys ready? Always. Eric, you ready? Yep. Oh, I'm ready. Your Majesty? Of course. All right. Let's do it. While I was gone, there's all kinds of stuff that kind of went down, right? Han Solo stuff came out and then it didn't come out. (laughs) <laughs> and then they said that this is an official poster, and then they just said, no, this is not an official poster. But the weird thing to me is that it looked pretty damn official to me. It did. It looked pretty right? good. And the thing that made me think that it was official was the Millennium Falcon. Mm-hmm. Because the Millennium Falcon looked like the how it's supposed to look like in the film. Yeah, brand new. Brand new and blue and white and very racing kind of. Mm-hmm. And I thought the poster looked pretty fucking cool.
2: It did. It it did seem like it was missing something, though. It seemed like there's too much empty space.
1: Well, yeah, it, it, it didn't look like that was going to be a poster. It looked like it was going to be like a mock, to me, a mock-up for yeah. something. Mm-hmm. But they made it into a poster yeah. just, for, just to put it out on Twitter. What would you guys think about that?
4: Well, I think visually it's really cool. Why they made such a stink about it, I don't know. Because it, it one of the things we're going to talk about is these lego product leaks which it's always lego man i don't know why i don't know always. what kind of you know sieve their security department is but it's it's always them and it's the basically the picture that's in the you know uh, top right corner of the box it's very similar so
1: mm. oh is i do i didn't get i didn't it. get to see that eric you want to dive into that right now
4: sure man yeah yeah go uh, you, you know so as it's become tradition with the star wars movies <laughs> lego They their images get out there and suddenly you're finding out things about the movie
5: in the worst possible
2: quality.
4: Yes, that's that's the worst part. (laughs) Well, you know, it's that is true. They they aren't particularly high res, but there there's some pretty cool things about it. And some of it might be considered a little spoilery. So do we want to warn everybody or just go?
1: Absolutely. Let's warn them. So if you don't want to be spoiled about a Lego box and maybe some Han Solo Movie spoils. Mm -hmm. Um, just forward it next five minutes. Five, four, three, two, one. Solo.
4: (laughs) Go ahead. All right. So there is, of course, the previously mentioned Millennium Falcon. It looks different. You know, the, the fork section actually has something in it. It's not, it doesn't look like what we think of from the front end. They're, uh, the characters themselves, the little minifigs, they've got a Beckett. Which that's his last name. His first name is Tobias, I believe. Tobias. That's what it was, I don't have it in front of me. But it's and a young Han Solo, all in imperial garb, walking along with a you know, of course, there's are little minifigs stuck on a box. So like, I don't think it's scene accurate or anything. Oh shit! But but yeah, they're all in imperial garb. There's a a tie pilot and somebody else I can't remember. But so. So, yeah, man, maybe we're going to see Han Solo when he was in the Imperial Academy. Wow. Maybe. OK, see, I didn't I was gone. I didn't see that. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Yeah, oh. it's neat, man. And, uh, you know, you get to see um, like the Karelian Hounds, which I saw somebody on Twitter said, you know, we've seen this already. And they zoomed in on a picture that I'm pretty sure that making Star Wars. Dot net had posted. Okay, quite some time ago, a while ago, yeah, or his video, like whenever they were showing the um like the speeders, but they actually had wheels on them and stuff, you know, in the images you saw because they were you haven't been through the ILM magic, but <laughs> you saw one of these characters, but then you also saw what looks like one of those hounds in this little cage piece oh. on uh on this thing, but anyway, so you get to see them in all of their Lego minifig glory. That's great, pretty man. cool, yeah, that is really cool. I got to check that out. I didn't mm-hmm. even see that at all
1: well then and then also, I heard that the trailer was supposed to come out within the next week or so. somebody dropped that news, but it was bullshit news, obviously because it would have already been out. Mm-hmm. but any news on that and when we're what what the theory is, or what the guess is of when we're going to see a trailer? I mean, the movie's
4: coming out, in what May in May? The last I heard, a rumor swept around that it was going to premiere on uh, Good Morning America this week, this Friday.
1: That, that's the that's and, the one I heard.
4: And then, um, uh, Mister Ward, the the man, the main man, said that that was incorrect. Okay, but that it would be very soon, according to what he's heard. But then someone else said it's verified that it's going to be on good morning america on friday so i really don't oh, know shit. where it all stands okay i was well, thinking
1: they're going to hold off for the super bowl me too but that's not their mo usually they usually don't drop
4: trailers on the super bowl day but no they've not they've not done that at all no
5: i would think it it would have to be soon because today the uh episode i think te- the tentative date for the first episode of rebels aired or not aired but it was out there today, and oh, I think it's okay. mid February, so if they do a trailer for that, you would think that they would want to do solo first so right. as not to steal its thunder,
1: yeah, yeah, that's true. What do you guys uh oh, go ahead,
5: go ahead I was just gonna say, um something I noticed looking at the solo pictures today eric i don't i haven't i I don't know correct me if I'm wrong, but I haven't really seen this mentioned anywhere, but one of the locations mentioned I think the one of the stormtroopers it was the mimban stormtrooper, yeah. Now, do you know where Mimban is from? I do not. Okay, that planet was originally mentioned in the EU novel Splinter of the Mind's Eye,
1: oh my God. which was the,
5: the very first EU novel. Yeah, EU novel back in 1978 yeah. where Darth Vader professed his love to Princess Leia. Yeah. And in the um, Art of Rogue <laughs> One book, there was some artwork mocked up for something on Mimban. So it's interesting. I, I thought that. They were going to use the name of the planet, and that's been kicking around since the Rogue One days.
1: That's interesting. And in that book didn't Leia and Luke also have a little makeout session. There was, well, yeah, there was something going on between wow. them too. And Luke has approved that book, by the way.
5: <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh my goodness gracious! Yeah, yeah.
1: yeah.
4: They didn't. He didn't know, he didn't know that know. they were going right. to be brother and sister right. until much later. And that tells, you know, you John right Williams. There. That tells
1: you right there he didn't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right.
4: Well, well John Williams if you if you track down an interview where he talks about that it's funny to listen to his take on it that after a, you know well it wasn't a new hope then but it is now he's like i the the love theme basically princess leia's theme shit. was going to be this this big love theme between luke and leia oh, that's what shit. he was expecting wow. to happen oh, and then I didn't know like, that. And then it turns out they're brother and sister mm-hmm. it's like oh that's john crazy. williams
1: <laughs> yeah well maybe uh the way that porn's going lately, maybe that, that'll have been a, you know, mm. I think that'll have been okay. <laughs> Shit. And then the only, uh, the only reason, let, let me pre- let me preface this. The only re- please, re- please fix let, this. Let me, it. <laughs> let me preface it. The only reason that I'm saying this is because when I was on Cinema Blend looking up the information and looking up an, on different things like AMDB, Cinema Blend actually had the top five porn searches for 2017. And number one, why? What? Why? I don't know why. The fuck? I don't know why. But it caught my eye, yeah, so wow. I was like, "Okay, this is interesting." And you know, you have the <laughs> you have the typical ones, that, you stepmom know, the stepmom, yeah. Number yeah. one, number one was stepmother, uh, and number two was stepsister. Huh? Wow, yeah, very odd.
6: Okay, wait. So what is this now? Just watch. Why are we taping my reaction? Just, just watch. I don't know. I don't know what else. Wait. Wait. <laughs> wait, wait. What? What? What?
2: What? No. No. Oh. (laughs) Ah. Oh, what is wrong with you?
3: Oh, my God!
1: Going Game of Thrones Society is going in a weird way. Yeah. So that's the only reason I know, guys. (laughs) Here's a question I have for you all. I'll start off with King Tom. One thing that you want to see in this trailer that hopefully is coming out soon. One thing that you, like, have to see. I want to see Lando. I got it. Yeah, I, I guarantee you, we'll definitely see Lando.
3: Yeah, okay. I don't.
5: Uh, there's just something about I, it, it's a feeling that I have. I want to see Lando in the trailer do something because I'm I'm sure the um, Alden I, however you say his name, Alden Enron sure, Yeah, I'm Enric, sure he's going to do a great solo. But I'm a big fan of Donald Glover. Big fan of Lando. I just want to see.
1: You want to see Lando do something cool.
5: Yeah. Like crack yeah. open
1: a Colt forty five or something.
5: <laughs> and I mean, in, in the picture, the, the the one that Eric um was talking about before, his, his hair,
1: it just looks really cool. It does. He like looks he's great. God, yeah, he does look good.
5: Yeah. So I just want to see that. That's my answer.
1: Okay. Boo, what do you what do you want to see? Shiny
2: new Millennium Falcon doing Millennium Falcon. Uh, yeah, you Falcon love it. Oh, I love that Falcon. fucking thing. That is and then to mm-hmm. see it with like see it differently yeah Almost you're going for the first time. falcon all shiny yep. just you know don't have to fix anything it's it's in a tip-top shape oh my god yeah just see it differently and then see the the well no i probably won't see that but yeah just just see the the love for it either from from uh lando's perspective or han's perspective it'd be kind of cool to see I'm Surprised you didn't say Amelia clark's lips because I'm gonna get plenty of that. You're so. Like all about that, I can I I can wait a little bit for that. Okay, I, I think yeah. I
1: like the Falcon a little bit more than her lips. That's cool that you said that because I watched Rogue One again today and I noticed again. I watched it on Netflix and it looked beautiful on Netflix on mm-hmm. the TV and the white shiny Star Destroyers. Oh, they're they look amazing! Awesome, they are amazing. So the Falcon might be that new. Oh, that would be cool! Yes. Wow, yeah. How
0: about you, Les Gonzalez? I'm I'm gonna agree with King Tom. I just want to see Lando. To see how Donald Glover is going to look. Oh, he's going to look great. He's a, he's a tiny framed dude. If you really think about it. So mm-hmm. I just want to see what, what costume
1: wise and he's going to just... have a cool cape. I can tell you that oh, right oh, now. Yeah. I, of course. I have been told by people that his cape and his outfit and his look is amazing. Uh, That's but, it, then. I'm all about yeah, that. Yeah. How about you, Struthers?
4: Man. I, okay. I want to see how Alden Aaron Ragg handles the solo vibe that's what I want to see in the trailer I don't expect him to sound exactly like him by any stretch but I just want to see him be Han Solo convincingly you know what does that mean I don't know it's going to be
1: so hard man that's the the one thing that everybody's worried about and I think his look is pretty much down I think he can get that down it's just is he just going to imitate Harrison Ford or is he going to do his own thing or uh, he's got to do his own thing he had to put his own little twist. if he on him it. imitates him, imitates him bad, it's just not going to come off yeah.
4: right. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, well yeah. and and that's that's a, a major thing. I was talking to uh, Luke and Dallas about this very thing. That typically, when somebody does an impression of somebody, that's not what they really sound like, but that's what you think they sound like. Like if when you think about what Christopher Walken sounds like. You're thinking of what somebody imitating Christopher Walken that's sounds right. like in your head. That's what you hear. And that, that's not going to translate well. When somebody does an impression like that, it's a comedic representation of what the person sounds like, not a convincing one.
1: That's, that's, you know? that's funny that you said that because I, I've been watching, cause when Steele was on our podcast, he recommended watching Seinfeld comedians with coffee. It's a show on Netflix where he takes comedians and he goes has a coffee with them and these are amazing cars. That he owns, or or you just get he just borrows like exotic cars or like old school cars, and he was talking to Jimmy Fallon, and he was talking about the time where Jimmy Fallon did Seinfeld when Seinfeld was on SNL with them for the uh, the, you know that the news report thing they do. Yeah, Fallon was doing Seinfeld to Seinfeld, and Seinfeld instead of doing his own voice did the impression voice to make Fallon sound more like Seinfeld. Does that make sense?
2: Okay, people. I watch a lot of Star Wars with my kids. Don't care for it personally.
4: I can say that publicly because they were never going to put me in Star Wars anyway. I'm wrong for the tone. You don't want a character in Star Wars that says things like, you know... I don't think we need all the backflipping and the lightsaber duels. Not really a very effective combat technique doesn't hurt in your opponent in any way the cartwheel splits the handsprings. no one is scared of someone that can do these things and if you want to go to a different platform just step down to it someone's trying to kill you you need to focus
2: so this is like seinfeld's inception
4: yes exactly
1: <laughs> but that's exactly what well, that's exactly what eric's saying like, yeah. if he did his normal seinfeld fallon wouldn't wouldn't have sound that great yeah he did this version of himself yeah so that's, that's kind of cool yeah, maybe you're right. Maybe, uh, he does just his version of what he thinks Han Solo should be. I want to see Jabba. Ah. Uh. I want to see somewhere either there's, you know, obviously everybody wants to see Boba Fett somewhere in this film. Mm-hmm. And I don't think we will, but I think we will see Jabba. I think we'll see the hut. And that would be cool to get a glimpse of Jabba the hut mm-hmm. somewhere along the lines of the trailer. Do you think Jabba's going to be in this movie, guys?
4: I have no inside information on this, but my guess would be yes. Okay, me too. I
1: I don't have any inside information on the Java thing either. I don't I don't need him to be, but I think it would be cool if he is. And I don't want him to be the Java in the in the special editions. Mm. Uh, I want. I think they could do better than that. <laughs> yeah, I want him to be a puppet Java. <laughs> That's for sure. Well, let's hopefully this thing happens, man, and the trailer happens soon. I definitely want to see it. I I don't like what these articles. I saw, I read an article when I was in Thailand about Disney's getting ready for Han Solo to flop. Like, why would you even make that? Yeah. As a headline and as an article. Mm -hmm. It it just, they're already trying to set it up. Hopefully all this negative press that it's been getting Mm -hmm. is not going to shit on the film and put a negative connotation before you even go see it. Give it a fair shot hopefully it's not going to feel like a DC film going in. You know what I mean? We already have that already. The ocean uh, of already down a black cloud. hanging Over it already. Yes. I'm very excited about it. Mm -hmm. I'm very excited about it.
4: I am too. Yeah. When it first, when it was first announced, I know a lot of us were like, "Eh," but you know, now that we're on the backside of the last Jedi, that movie coming out, I think got in the way of people being excited about the solo film just because it's it's, 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 was too monumental. It's, you know, coming on the heels of what happens after the force awakens, it was so much to to think about it's It's like you know if your birthday is three days after Christmas, it's like, oh man, I can't wait for my birthday presents, but man, Christmas is gonna be really dope so it's it's that same phenomenon, but now that we're after it, and you we're seeing these pictures, I really wanna see this movie now.
5: I think the last Jedi has taken some of the pressure. Off of solo, at least in terms of how it's going to perform, but I do think it's going to be three or four weeks after Infinity War, so it's 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 going to be it's definitely going to have some tough competition. Sure and I, I I think they should have stuck in and left it in December, not left it, but I think they it should have been in December for a number of reasons. But it's Star Wars, you know, the next month kids are going to be out of school. I I have a feeling it will be more family friendly than Rogue One. Mm-hmm. So hopefully people will go see it and see it again and see it again.
1: Yeah, and what is a success, successful number for that movie? I mean, is is five hundred million, six hundred million, seven hundred million successful for that film? It should be. I mean,
2: I think three quarters of a of a billion would be successful. Three quarters of a billion. Yeah, it's yeah. yeah. crazy. I, that I think into that.
5: It and it, it's sad, but. You're going to have people – if even if it does 500 or 750 million, people are going to say, oh, it's a failure because it didn't reach it, – it didn't blow away everything else
1: like every other Star Wars. Yeah. I think they're going to compare it to, the, to Rogue One, mm-hmm. and that's going to be tough. Mm-hmm. It is. That's going to be really yeah. tough. All right. And I and also read that John Williams is going to do this – not the score but the theme for this film. Is that true, Eric?
4: That, that's what I hear. Very, very. I Hatties. mean whenever he, he and I were hanging out. You know, <laughs> he's, a cool and he's like, I got to go do some stuff by myself. Wink, wink. <laughs> I said, you mean solo? But um, none of that happened. I'm lying. <laughs> that would be cool, though, if you That did. would be awesome. You, you and John Williams are just hanging out. That'd be really cool. It would be something I'd take guitar lessons from him.
2: Yeah, I was about to say, yeah. you guys have
4: a, a nuts guitar session. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he'd teach you a thing or two
1: about a thing or two. Also, John Williams... Looks like he wants to do episode nine. Yay. Yeah. Looks like he yep. says that he's going to do everything he can to finish episode nine or start it and finish it. So that is fantastic as well. I know a lot of people weren't happy That's... with his episode eight soundtrack. It was great. I loved it. it was...
4: Yeah, it
5: was incredible.
1: Yeah,
4: I loved it. A lot of... Speaking of the episode eight soundtrack. Yeah. It, it was recently. And again, if you check out makingstarwars.net, you can find a direct link to it. But, you know, we're gearing up for the Oscar season where the for your considerations are coming out yeah. and the, you can get the whole score for free by downloading it from the Disney's for your consideration page for it. And I didn't know that. That's great. Yeah. Interestingly enough, it's, it's w- more complete than the commercial release. There's more tracks, their named slightly differently. I want to say it runs about 10 minutes longer, but oh. uh, it's really cool, man. It's the way it's segmented out. It's definitely worth checking out.
1: Oh, cool. I, yeah, that's great. King Tom, I noticed that in, your, in the video you still have your Christmas lights inside your house. It's beautiful.
5: Uh, yeah. It's very, we it's just, very
1: Stranger Things. Uh,
5: I suppose it is. We also have the ones up outside, too. Those are inside. We just haven't taken them down yet. And I think there are some stockings up still. I haven't been <laughs> taken down. What's the marker for when you're supposed to take your shit down? St. Patrick's Day. <laughs> <laughs>
6: too.
2: Solid answer. <laughs> That's really good. Solid answer. You get
1: you get really fucked up and drunk. And yeah, exactly. he's oh, like, all this shit's gotta go down. Climb some fucking <laughs> ladders, get on the roof. To yeah, it, 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 it's all coming down. It's all coming down. <laughs> That's a good answer.
5: Hey, I'm I'm looking forward to St. Patrick's Day this year because I'm gonna get me some shamrock shakes and go around drinking and have that green milk dripping from my chin and make faces at people. <laughs> make <laughs> ah,
1: faces. Ah,
6: that's right. <laughs>
1: You're going to look like Mrs. Piggy on certain, you know, uh, like,
6: excited night. How are you feeling, Miss Piggy? I heard you called in sick yesterday. Yeah, I had a frog in my throat. <laughs> right, Kirby? <laughs> right? Please stop drinking.
0: Oh, no. No, <laughs> oh, I was going more for Luke Skywalker. That's what he was going for, for sure. Oh, the I, Luke get I get yes. it. I get it. Oh, that's just great. Can you imagine that? He's, like, just making faces. What, what's about the, uh, It's got a bite to it.
1: <laughs> Freshly squeezed. Uh, I forgot that Rogue One had the blue milk in it, too. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was cool. I saw that today. I like, oh, yeah, shit. <laughs> I wonder if they squeezed that shit out of somebody. So, so you were awake <laughs> for that portion? I was awake for most of it, and then
4: uh, I passed out. Yeah, sure.
1: That was in the first five minutes. It yeah. was. It was.
4: <laughs> Wait, hang on. One big thing that I'm really looking forward to is... A friend of mine sent me a link that he, I don't know how he stumbled on it, but Best Buy has taken pre-orders for the Steelbook, Steelbook, uh, oh. 4K release of The Last Jedi. Oh. And, uh, <sighs> turns out Corey on makingstarwars.net had reported that very thing. And it's like the end of March, you oh know, which God. is, it's the same time that it, in relation to the release that The Force Awakens and Rogue One came out. But yeah, 4K treatment for 4K Star K Wars. treatment. Movie.
1: That's going to be great, and and can you? This is a, it might be a stupid question. Can you digitally download a 4K? Uh,
4: well, I think what happens, depending on your uh, what streaming provider you use, right? They have like Vudu, for example, Ultra HD is is 4K, and yeah. I would and imagine that the download well. code that will come with it will be the Ultra HD version.
1: Okay, that's that's amazing, and it's going to be about a half hour full of deleted scenes. Is what yeah. the number is, right?
4: That's what they say.
1: And that whole rave scene, is that going to be in there? Have they ever filmed that?
4: <laughs> you, guys,
1: you guys hear about that rave scene? No.
4: No, oh, I don't even want to talk about it.
1: <laughs> are
4: you talking about with the the uh, caretakers partying yeah, it up?
1: Yeah, the oh. caretakers are like partying it up and having a rave. And it's all like, yeah, I don't want to get into it. <laughs> it's, it's not good. It's not good. <laughs> but you know what? Ryan Johnson and the cast recently set, did a Q&A for BAFTA and exploring the themes and content of the film. In regarding to Snoke's lack of exposition, Johnson had an explanation for it. Hmm. And I know a lot of people are upset about how, how can you kill Snoke and not really talk about him. He is the most powerful force user that we've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Right? Ever. Other than Yoda. He's right, he's right there with Yoda. Yeah. he does and things Palpatine. And Palpatine, yeah. yeah. So this is what Johnson had to say. In this particular story, it's much more like the original trilogy, where with Snoke, if you think about the actual scenes, if suddenly I had paused one of the seconds to give a 30-second monologue about what he was, it would have kind of stopped the scene in its tracks. I realized, even though it could have been interesting, something that fans were interested in as storytellers, we have to kind of serve what the scene needs to be. It was a tough thing, even though I knew some of the fans we're interested in it. I also knew it was something that dramatically had a place in this movie. Hopefully, it can be addressed elsewhere, or even J.J. may address it in the next movie. But it's not something that's particularly interesting to Ray, So, we kind of had to follow through. And, and nobody knew who the Emperor was in the original trilogy. All you knew is that he was
2: the Emperor. In the original trilogy, you're right. You just we knew did he not he was know. the Emperor. That's we it. did not know. And then later, we find out that he was,
1: I am the Senate. Yeah. Yeah. That's when you get his backstory. Right. So right, I, right. I think people need to calm down. Is this something that JJ is going to, do you think is going to explain? You think it, or are they going to just leave it as it is?
2: Yeah. I, I just think leave it as it is. Just move forward. You've already said we're moving forward. Mm-hmm. You've made it abundantly clear that
1: this is. So you don't want to changing. know how Snoke became that powerful.
2: Don't really care. Don't okay. really care. Cause okay. if, if the rest of the story. Is built around them moving forward and us, you know, dealing with the new characters and dealing with a new type of Jedi and a new type of Sith and all this stuff and a and you know uh, a new rebellion going uh, uh, continuing on. I think leaving him in the dust is the best thing.
1: Okay, what do you what do you guys think? I I gotta
5: disagree with with Boo. I think well, I'm gonna qualify that. I I think it's fine if nine doesn't have that, but I think they can tell an interesting story about who he is, how he got so powerful, both in terms of the force and, you know, with the first order. I think that could be a fascinating story, but they have so many other ways they could tell that through a comic book, through a book, through a video game. I'm not saying I want to necessarily want to see a spinoff, but through a spinoff and they, they, they can tell it at a time of their choosing and they just, they leave windows open for themselves to do
1: that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. What do you think, Les? You want to know about Snoke's backstory? How he fucking. I,
0: I, actually, I do. I want to know how this person became the head of the empire. And not only that, he renamed it the First Order. So, you know, it became a whole different rebranding. And he was in. He had his finger on the whole pulse of it all. So, yes, I would really, really like to know what
1: was. what,
0: Where this person came from, at least. How you
1: got that crack on his head?
0: Like, just, yeah. Like, just give us a little bit of something. And yes, there are. I understand we can move forward. So I partially agree with Boo on that one, but I also agree with King Tom right there. They have many, many ways yeah, to tell us what's going on. Yeah. Right, so right. I mean, granted, did we want to see it on the screen? I'm sure people yeah. were like, who the hell is this guy who flicks the floor and tosses Kylo Ren? No, man. I, I, out of nowhere. Are
1: we all in <laughs> the same, um, we're on, on the same uh, wavelength here that, that, uh, he is the str- most powerful thing we've seen in Star oh, Wars. Oh, for sure. Force user. For right? sure. Right. Yeah.
2: Yeah. For me. Yes. Potentially. Yeah. Yeah. Potentially. I, 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 I wouldn't guarantee anything because there's, there's a lot of stories, but there's not much on screen as far as epic force things happening. But as far as I've seen, yeah.
4: Yeah. I'm saying in this,
1: in this Disney era canon.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I, from what I can tell, yeah. That he's the, the strongest thing. Now, I w- want to know what happens or where he came from, but I don't think that it, what, what Ryan Johnson said is true. Where where would you have placed that in the movie without and giving it any sort of time? Well, this maybe, is going well, to happen. Well, maybe be Luke like could have
1: explained to Ray who the hell he was. Yeah, you know, everybody's like, on know. the island. There's a lot of time on the island. You know, mm-hmm. Instead of like squeezing nipples and stuff, he <laughs> could have just said, Yo, Snoke. He is this person and this is where he came from and he is the most powerful that I have ever seen and Kylo's going that route and I'm worried. Uh
2: people know who he is. Like Leia knew who that or Leia blamed him for her Ben Solo going to the dark side. Yeah. So people know who he is. Oh yeah, they know is. of him.
5: Yeah. yeah but DJ knows who he is. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exa- yeah, yeah. That's right.
4: Well, no, and that's exactly what I was going to say that the only people made a big deal about that was one of the biggest questions coming out of the force awakens for for the viewing audience maybe but for the characters it wasn't at all so sticking that in there where they're explaining the whole thing honestly would be a little bit awkward yeah we want to know but everybody in the movie knew who he was they didn't go into this great length i mean i realized that poe dameron isn't doesn't hold the, the, it, the gravity isn't the same as it is with Snoke's character, but people weren't saying, well, where did Poe come from? Who are his mom and dad? Why is he so freakishly good at flying that thing? My God. Y- you weren't getting any of that. And I think that it's p- picking and choosing those sorts of things is they're going to have to do it in, um, like auxiliary material.
1: Yeah. Well, like they did with Poe because they did do that with Poe. We, we found out, we found out who his article. parents were. We found out why he was such a badass and we found out why his parents were important. They felt that was important enough. So they have to do something with Snoke. Mm-hmm. And not, not necessarily like you said in film, but you were going to have to see a comic or a book. A book would be Chuck great. Wendig will write something up real quick. I don't <laughs> know. And one other thing, and McGregor, Ewan McGregor has got a beard. Ewan McGregor is working out like a champ. Oh God. McGregor McGregor's being very vague. And it's gonna happen, dude. I'm no, telling no, it's, you, it's, it's happening.
2: Gonna, it's gonna happen, but
1: it's the, happening next. The dude. man could
2: uh uh what is it? I want to grow a beard. Uh what is it? It's getting cold, he wants a beard, um, mm-hmm. and he's found a new trainer and somebody took a picture of him taking uh mm-hmm. of working
1: out. Those are all strategically done. Dude. Oh, come people on. are getting people are getting excited. <laughs> I'm telling you, people are getting excited for Obi Wan. I'm getting excited. When I saw him at the Golden Globes, I'm like, I looked and I said, Oh shit, dude. be Wan. Oh, this is, yeah, this yeah. is happening. And then I saw him like do his little workout thing, the CrossFit thing in a box. I said, Oh man. Just like Haas would say.
4: It looked. Well, I don't know if you've noticed, but beards are definitely not very popular right now. So I think <laughs> you're really on to something. People aren't just growing beards and walking around How will dare you. nil How dare you or anything.
3: <laughs> How dare you, sir?
4: And so so I think we're definitely on to something there. And also it, you know, in all honesty, man, he's training, but they're doing P90X. If if he was really training, it's probably because he's, you know, got to keep the all the hot chicks off of him. It's like, you know, he's trying to stay strong so he can run away from the throngs of women that are chasing him around. I don't think
1: and you you (laughs) might be right. If he was being Obi-Wan, he might have been doing the insanity program instead of P90. (laughs) (laughs)
4: <laughs> I don't think I don't think that there's anything to it. I don't think he's being vague. I think he's being serious when he says, I don't know anything that you don't know. Really? So
1: I think his ass knows. I think they've told him, dude, it it's coming soon. Get ready. Uh, the beard thing, you might be right. He might just grow a goddamn beard. But I, I think he knows. I think they've talked to him already. Allegedly, the Hollywood reporter announced that there's a director already in line and they're they're starting to write things, right? Listen, you can't have an Obi-Wan film without him. Am I correct?
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, probably not. If no, he's alive and he looks
1: like that, you're going to not have him in the film. And his caliber of acting, mm-hmm. it's happening, man. It's <laughs> happening. We're going to get Obi-Wan after Solo. That's our next one. The next anthology. One. Yeah. yeah. The next yeah, the next story mm-hmm. we're going to get is Obi-Wan, in my opinion. We're going to get Boba Fett and we're going to get Java too, allegedly. Um, which is, I don't understand that one, but... You're going to see Obi-Wan next. I'm excited about it. Yeah. I love Ewan McGregor, man. And I love his beard.
4: <laughs> I think that was our Star Wars, Eric. Anything else? One thing I'll throw out there, man, is I took my little girl to see The Last Jedi uh, on New Year's Day, and it oh. was her first in-the-cinema Star Wars experience. Oh, oh who was that, dude? Oh. Dude, it was really sweet, man. And I, I put a picture on Facebook of it. She's She took her little forces of destiny princess leia doll with her and oh, had it tucked under her arm my th- during the whole thing and you know she'd never seen a movie in imax 3d and had never seen a star wars movie in the theater and it was just the two of us and it what a blast and then you know i took my wife amanda to see it tonight she hadn't seen it yet and like it, i was more emotional about the movie this time with her there and like feeling her squeezing my hand getting oh, you know getting into cool. it dude it was something because i wasn't i couldn't you know i wasn't sure how much she was gonna dig it and right the fight in snoke's throne room blew her mind when they cut to luke hovering above that rock i, I thought she was gonna flip her lid <laughs> so yeah man i'm like gonna start working on her about going to celebration in 2019 oh that yes. would be great nice because i got to have somebody here, to carry on Here, all here the in stuff. Anaheim, right? <laughs>
1: That's true. I saw you last celebration. You had shit all over you. Yeah. You know, lightsabers and backpacks and posters. And-
2: yeah. Struthers, one thing, though. How do you take your daughter to see her first in-theater Star Wars experience in IMAX 3D? You take her to the the tip-top, the epitome of movie-going experience. <laughs> Everything from here on, yeah. if it's not
1: that, I, it's is suck. garbage. Right. It's I not did the same movie. with my daughter.
2: God damn, for, uh, God, that's the a force awakens.
1: <laughs> oh, you did the same thing. <laughs> yep, IMAX 3D first show. It,
5: oh. was, it was yeah, it was the it was the first day she had off from Christmas break. The d- day after the premiere, man, took that's her right. Jesus. Nothing but the best
0: for daddy's little girls. God, That's right. Damn, exactly. Good That's for you guys. Good right. yeah. for you guys. Jesus. I want. Well, that means the men coming it into will. their lives better be stepping it up. Too. Right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Setting the standards <laughs> early. I love it.
1: There you go.
4: It's just it would have been awkward to take her and... Stick her in the theater with a normal normal screen and be like, okay, sweetie, I'll see you after the movie because daddy's going to watch it for me. <laughs> well,
1: no, I, I don't think Boo meant that you were going to leave her there. No, because, no. You know, no.
4: no, but I'm just saying that's what I would have done. If it's in IMAX 3D. <laughs> Like I'm gonna go and watch it not in IMAX 3D. Can can you just watch
2: my child for the movie, please? I'm gonna be yeah. back in about <laughs>
0: Unaccompanied
2: minors. Yeah, exactly. In just in watch the kid. The I, I told you
1: the story how uh, I first time I watched. I don't know if I don't know if Eric and Tom know, but oh my, the, my first Star Wars experience was watching Return of the Jedi, and I went to a movie theater called the Cynodome over here in Anaheim. There was a three hour, you know, not three hours. It was like a mile long wait back then. You did not pre-advance tickets or anything. So my dad drives. You know the story, boo? Oh yeah, yeah. My dad drives me, drives me and my brother up. I don't know. I think I'm in third grade or second grade, and he looks at the line and he looks at me and my brother. And he's like, "This is not going to happen." So what he does is conjures this idea where he goes up to the front of the line, finds a family, goes up to the family member, the the father, and goes, "Listen." Uh, my wife is in the hospital, which my mom was not in the hospital. She was at home, and and I need I need to go back, but it's my kids' wish right now to watch this movie. And I mean, I just need to check up on my wife. Is there any way that you can just watch my kids, and I'll be back within the next hour or two? And the guy's like, Absolutely, man, no problem. Go ahead. So my dad leaves, and my dad didn't even go back home. So I don't know where my dad went. So me and my brother are there with strangers in a, in a family, and we're just like, I can't believe he's doing this. And my dad shows up five minutes before the movie starts and just walks in line with us and goes in. And we watch the film together, and, oh my and that's my first experience wow. of
4: Return of the Jedi. Oh, my wow. God, dude. Yeah. That's wow. great. Yeah. The balls. The balls. Yep. The balls. Yeah, I mean, the skills, man. It's <laughs> the know. skills, dude. Yeah. Ryan that was the slickest of. move ever, Pops. Yeah. <laughs> he would, would pull shmills like that all the time. <laughs> that's great. Well, Hey, man, I got one for you. Okay. I oh. Pardon me if I've told you this story before, but no. I was at my old bank, and I pulled up, and it was one of those where the ATM is on the face of the the, the the building. There's no vestibule. There's none of that. Okay. And, I, dude, I got places to go. I'm a busy man. I pull up at the exact same time that somebody else does, and I don't want to pull that move where I'm, like, scrambling to get out of the car and run into the thing, right? So I get out. And I'm not joking, man. I just like start walking and drag my right foot behind me, like something's wrong with my leg.
3: Oh. And I start no. walking, the, and, the, oh. dude, and, the,
4: and the people stop and let me go. No and I go way. ahead and I go through, and I turn around with my money and walk back completely normally, right back to my oh, car. <laughs> He's got the he's
1: got
2: the sunglasses <laughs> that drop down in the, in the yeah. to play and the and the rap music the and deal dude. with it. Kaiser Sose,
1: straight up man. Were Usual those? Suspects, oh but. yeah, like yeah.
2: Were those <laughs> the, the days where, where
1: you always say that you weren't a really nice human being back then?
4: <laughs> you, you know what? They laughed, so it didn't get oh, ugly okay. or anything. Okay. But you but yeah, just, I, that probably would have been yeah. the day where I would have gotten in a fight with them about it if they had anything to say. <laughs> <laughs> you could have just said your leg
1: fell
5: asleep in the car. Right. Exactly. No. I think they just admired
1: the genius of it just all. They're like, this dude legit. <laughs> yeah, it worked. Broke it, his yeah. leg.
6: If it worked. It.
1: That is a power move, Struthers. Man. That is a power move. Yeah. I, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Well, there you go. A little story, little story time. Yes. All right, so let's get into some random stuff other than Star Wars. Let's get into some stuff that we find interesting and maybe you will too. Blade Runner Blade Runner. Ridley Scott is talking about maybe doing another Blade Runner. Mm. And this time, him being in charge of it Oh shit. and directing it. He talked to Digital Spy earlier in the week, and this is what he said. He said, I think there is another story. I've got another one ready to evolve and be developed. So, there is certainly one to be done for <laughs> sure. Mm. So, Ridley Scott's been in the press lately uh, everywhere because of the film that he made and he had to do those edits who oh, actually news came out today that Mark Wahlberg got $1.3 million. $1.5. $1.5 million for, for reshoots. Yes. Well, Michelle Williams got $1,000. Yes.
3: Say what?
1: Which is uh, unbelievable to me. So he, he's he been in the press. People are asking him about, would you ever do a Star Wars? And he said some stuff about that. He said he would never do one. But he is working with Disney in, on a fantasy film. So he's going to do something about that. But what do you guys think about another Blade Runner? I know less and I, we us three here, we saw Blade Runner, yes, twenty forty nine, I think it's called, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. And we love we I, we really liked it. Do you think you guys did you guys end up seeing Blade Runner, King, King Tom, did you see it?
5: I have not seen it, but my uh, I go to a chiropractor now and he's seen it and he loves it and he's you know, he's always why haven't you seen it yet? Why do you mean he's joking around? Saying, yeah, because I got kids and but I go <laughs> see Star Wars nine times. I but i haven't <laughs> see Blade Runner yet now.
1: Right. No, no, that's fine if you haven't, seen it. and it's coming out soon, I think, or if it's not right. out yeah, on on yeah. all these little platforms. But and and Struthers, you don't go to the movies other, unless it's Star Wars, so <laughs> I, I, I'm not going to ask you that question.
4: But I appreciate that. Yeah, no
1: problem. No problem. Did you? By the way, did you hear our end of our TV episode? I did, man. You, you heard us blast you a little bit. Yeah. <laughs>
4: uh, but, well, you know what? I expected it, and <laughs> I deserve it. So.
1: <laughs> yeah. I mean I was
0: just hoping you taking would hear it that. pretty well man. Yeah, there like, you uh, go.
4: What, well, um, I mean what am I going to say? That's <laughs> true. <laughs> yeah. It's true. No, oh. yeah. <laughs> no, uh I watched Three's Company last week.
1: It was great That's last, right. last season. It, yeah. It yeah. was awesome. You too. Do you think there's something there for another one? Oh, definitely. Okay. I thought that that was the always going to be the case. Oh, you th- you thought they were just going to keep going? Yeah. Well, that definitely wasn't the case. I I mean, I think yeah, they
0: should go ahead if he's still got the energy. Yeah, really. Why he's, not? he's 80 years old,
1: by the way. Yeah. yeah,
0: that's the thing. But if he still has a story and he has somewhere to, else to take it, then sure. I mean, we're getting all kinds of content. There's nothing to stop him from doing that other than
2: the Reaper. He's truly... Oh. We, oh the oh, Rebirth. Oh, what do you mean? The Reaper. Oh, the Reaper. Oh, yeah. God, that's horrible. Damn, man. Just, Just saying. That, that dark. dark. <laughs> so many crickets.
0: I'm in pain right now, people. You're going to feel the wrath. <laughs> doesn't
2: mean you have to, you have to you know, no, project
1: joking. it on others. <laughs> And we've talked about that before. That he might be our most underrated director. Oh, absolutely, in, yeah, in history mm-hmm. with the stuff that he's produced. Yeah, not,
2: not mentioned enough. Yeah, absolutely. You know this
1: movie that he had to take Kevin Spacey out of the one about the Getty family. The Getty family. Getty. Yeah, he did the reshoots with Christopher Plummer in two weeks. Wow. The studio told him there's no way this could be done. He did it like a champion.
2: He cracked his knuckles and said, "Watch this. Yeah. Hold, hold, hold my, my
1: beard." Exactly. Thank yeah. you. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. And then he said, don't pay Michelle Williams that much money. Oh, no, he did not
2: say that. Don't yeah, do that. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah. Maybe he didn't even know.
2: I don't think he knew because... She a needs of, a new agent. Yeah, that's, that. That, that's what a lot of people are saying is that she was the one that was gung-ho about getting the movie done. Yes, let's uh, do reshoots. Yeah. <laughs> Her agent said, okay, oh, great. God. No, you need to do your job and get your client... The proper pay that yeah, she, the deserves. she deserves. Yeah, the maximum amount Yeah, like Mark Wahlberg's agent did. He's like, yeah, okay, but you need to pay the motherfucker. <laughs> yeah. And Michelle Williams' uh, agent's like, yeah, yeah, go
1: for it. Go do it. Yeah, yeah. I'll do pro bono work. Yeah, exactly.
2: Yeah. What, a, what a fucking putz. Yeah, get your re- client paid, you dumbass. Good use of yeah. the
1: word putz. I haven't heard putz in a while. I long. know,
2: I know. It was really good. Thank you.
1: Yeah. Just because today's your boy day doesn't mean you're not a putz. Eric, have you ever seen the original Blade Runner? <laughs>
4: Oh yeah, dude. Okay. Yeah, I just, I just saw sure. it last week. Oh <laughs> fuck. <laughs> there, you're welcome. Yeah. But yeah, I saw it dude so long ago. Yeah. But it is a great movie, oh, man. Crazy. I just that whole concept is really cool.
1: It is. It is. I was just trying to be an asshole.
4: <laughs> well, you know, anything about old people that are, you know, coming up against being no longer being useful, it really speaks to me. <laughs> uh, speaking of old people and
1: assholes, let's talk about Oliver Stone. Oh. I uh, was reading Esquire. It's great when I say that. I've been reading Esquire. Right. It sounds cool. Like Forbes. You know, yeah, I read yeah, Forbes. Classy. It's a classy uh, publication, Esquire. But John Berthall was the main subject matter of this magazine, and he talked about the time where he almost beat Oliver Stone's ass. Mm-hmm. So I thought I'd – because we talk about the Punisher and how great he is, and evidently he's had his nose broken 14 times, and a majority of that were in bar fights. Oliver Stone. No. Oh Berthold! Oh, Berthold. Oh, oh, Berthold yeah.
0: looks like he can throw some hands. Oh, oh yeah, he looks like he's, he's a willing few hands to throw so down, evidenced so,
1: by his nose being broken right. fourteen times. So, and he was yeah. in a movie. He was in a World Trade Center movie that Oliver Stone did with Nicolas Cage. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he was in it, and Oliver Stone took a pretty aggressive approach in his direction of Berthold because he was up and coming, and he apparently started yelling at all the young actors mm. and calling him out for being vain, and specifically got on Berthold. <laughs> He lost his shit on him. And Berthnall, this is the, what he told Oliver Stone as a young actor. He said, let me tell you something, dude. And I want everybody to picture Berthnall doing this because I could totally see it. Let me pick, let me tell you something, dude. You might be Oliver Stone, but I will beat your fucking ass right here on this set in front of everybody here. I will beat your ass. You got that? <laughs> I can totally oh, see yeah. him I'll doing do. that. And he's doing that to, at that time, a very... Prestigious mm-hmm. director, a guy that's huge. Yeah, could especially end that his career. time. Now he's been, you know, down south lately. But <laughs> he said it probably wasn't the best move as a young actor, but and he did he didn't understand what Oliver Stone was trying to do. He was trying to get Oliver Stone was trying to get him to a point where he was so pissed off that it would portray on screen. But I, I love that. I love. Because I could totally see him using those words. Yeah. He's he's mad at him. He's like, hey, that's exactly what I want. Don't hit me, though. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Perfect. Keep that. Yeah. Just don't yeah, hit don't me. Don't beat my ass. Yeah. Don't beat me. I just want to throw that in. there just for shits and giggles. <laughs> it's fun. All right. Let's talk a little X-Men. Oh. Because I know King Tom is dying. Oh, yeah. Talk about the X-Men. <laughs> I even made this cool little episode art that I got to show you guys. Mm. I already sent King Tom the picture. Nice. Oh, yeah. It's very Star Wars meets... X Men kind of vibe. So I can't wait till everybody sees that. But let's talk about Kitty Pride real quick. I wanted to get your takes, Les, and I want to get your taking, Tom, because I have no idea who the fuck Kitty Pride is.
6: Sprite, Ariel, Shadowcat, Cat, Kitty Pride. Whatever you call her, she's an indispensable part of the X Men. Welcome to WatchMojo.com, and today we will explore the comic book origins of Kitty Pride of the X Men. Kitty Pride has assumed a few different alter egos over the years, but Shadowcat is the one that she is most often known by. Still, it's her birth name that resonates the most with readers, as it was as Kitty Pride that the world met her in Uncanny X-Men, numbers 129 to 131. When that issue began, the X-Men were returning from a mission on Muir Island. Upon their return, they were thrilled to discover that Professor X, who had been away, had returned home. Professor X soon let the team know that two new mutants had been located and must be contacted. Unbeknownst to the professor, members of the mysterious Hellfire Club, led by the powerful mutant White Queen, were also keen to intercept these newly identified mutants. Professor X went with Colossus, Storm, and Wolverine to Chicago in order to meet one of these subjects of interest, a 13-year-old girl named Catherine Pride. Kitty, as she was commonly called, came home from a dance class to find her parents talking to Emma Frost, aka White Queen, about future school options. Kitty had been suffering from a severe headache, which got worse when she realized that this discussion with Emma Frost was related to her parents' plans for divorce. Alone in her room, she lay down on her bed and opened her eyes to find herself suddenly in her living room. Later, Professor X and his X-Men arrived, in disguise, to also talk with Kitty and her parents about an opening at their school. Storm, Colossus, and Wolverine accompanied Kitty to a local malt shop, where Storm revealed that Kitty was in fact in the company of the X-Men. When they were suddenly attacked, Kitty was hurled against a wall and somehow passed through it to the alley outside. She realized that she had somehow developed the ability to phase or pass through solid matter.
1: I want to get your, your take on this. So Collider has some news saying that the sources have confirmed to them that Tim Miller is actively developing a Kitty Pride movie at Fox. <clears throat> Disney. Now, willing not willing to wait around to see if the X-Men will, will bring Kitty Pride's character to the Marvel Cinematic Universe and is so choosing this project, they hmm. want to do their own standalone film.
3: Hmm. May the
1: chips fall where they may. The site confirms that this is in development, but not quite green-lit just yet. So, who is Kitty Pride? Why should we care? Is this going to work? Or am I going to go... I'm not going to go see that
0: shit. I, I just have one question. Um, so her appearances don't count at all because she's in right. the X-Men movies.
1: Is she yeah. in the last ones? She's in Days of Future Past. Of she's Future in Past. Days of Future Past. She's in, she? the,
0: she's in The Last Stand, what and she? she's also in X2. What's her name? She mm-hmm. is uh, the Ellen She's Ellen Page. Ellen Page. Thank you.
1: Oh, she's Ellen Page. So yes. she's the one That's in yeah, Days right? of Future That's Past try, who's yeah. holding
0: Wolverine's head and she projects his essence back in time.
2: Nobody actually says Kitty pride, they just say Kitty. They just call her Kitty. Yeah,
1: oh, I thought they were being. Perverted. And in 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 a <laughs> uh, Last Stand, she
2: has a huge brawl with the Juggernaut. Yeah,
0: <laughs> and she's running through walls. She phases through Which walls, one was the last and then stand? The, the, one, the third the one third with
5: Beast.
1: Singer one. The yeah no yes. no no was that Brent? No, the yeah, one that way. One Brett Ratner. Ratner. Oh, I'm sorry. Ratner. Brett Ratner. Yeah. yeah, no wonder I hated that one.
5: No, yeah. was not it singer? Don't they both
0: have no. their freaking
5: grimy hands all over it, dude? Grimy. No, Singer left to go work on Superman. Oh, that's right. Ah, that's so it was Ratner.
1: But that's she's piece of been shit that he is. Yeah. She's
0: not in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but she's been introduced, but. Okay, She's so, been a fleeting character. They mm-hmm. never really fleshed it out. They didn't give her much. Ellen Page did play her. I'm
1: going to go with His Majesty because he's our guest. Will this work? Are you interested? Will you go see it?
5: Um, short answer, yes. Longer answer, will it work? It could, depending on how they do it. Because Kitty started out as a 13-year-old. Joining the X-Men at that age, learning about her power. She evolved. She, you know, she joined, she was in Excalibur, the X-Men group over in England for a number of years. Then she came back. She was trapped in a space bullet. Um, she joined the Guardians of the Galaxy and now Mm. she's the leader of one of the teams of the X-Men. So they have a number of stories they could tell about her. If they're basing it off. Yeah. She, she died, died too. She, so she went over to Japan and trained, um, with Wolverine. So she's like mm-hmm. a badass samurai. Yeah. So they, there are just so many different things they could do. And she's one of my favorite mutants. Um, because I started reading right around the time she was introduced to the team. Oh, cool. And just as, you know, as a younger person, that kind of spoke to me. So it, I, I'm just wondering what they would do with it. I, I would definitely go see it. Uh, I think if they do it right, I think it could connect with a few different audiences. You know, it would represent a lot of uh, younger girls. I don't, you know, my daughter. She, I, we got, her, I got her Kitty Pride action figure, and she doesn't know much about her, but she likes her. Okay. Um, so I just, I just think it's, it's an interesting idea, but I want to know how it's going to play out with the whole Disney Fox um, merger. I know Fox has to proceed with business as usual until mm-hmm. everything is um, finalized. So. In that case, I do hope that it is something that Disney, uh, picks up or at least runs with or that they, they make something out of Kitty because, you know, she's not as, she's not like a Jubilee or a Storm or Jean Grey. I think she flies under the radar for a lot of people, but she doesn't have to.
1: Okay. Yeah. And it might be a really good character for, for like a female role, mm-hmm. which we yeah. so much need. Yeah. Okay. What do you, what do you think? Personally, I think
0: maybe if they, flesh give her a team maybe build her up as a leader and then give her a team in this movie it might work uh kitty pride is definitely uh an iconic x-men she's an iconic Mm -hmm. mutant very very recognizable um and i think that she could definitely make it work they should have done a lot more with ellen page and yeah. what she was doing at first. And they even kind of jacked her powers up. They messed up her whole skill set. They totally switched around in Days of Future Past. They totally switched around the whole premise of that because she's the one who goes back in time. Oh.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. So, she's the one who gets sent back in time to basically warn everyone about what's going to happen with the Sentinels and stuff. And they switched it up in the movie, which is understood. I I, I like how they finessed that. Uh. Personally, I think she should be the Kitty Pride that led the Astonishing X-Men. Where she was going at it with Emma Frost. Mm-hmm. Her and Colossus were kind of on... Weren't they on the rocks a little or still...
5: They... Uh, well, he had... He was dead and she found him because the aliens were experimenting on his body. Right. So, like, he was getting used to being alive again and yes. they were figuring out what to do with their relationship. They had consummated it finally and then she got trapped
0: yeah that's for right A
5: number of years
0: and then she ended up that's where she ends up dying in in that astonishing right. X-Men run which I think was written by Joss Whedon really I yes. don't know if her
5: death I don't know if her death part was but yeah
0: that whole and then, uh, yeah so she ended up going down in a very heroic I mean that was like a defining Kitty Pride for me she was older she wasn't the teenager who was you know quick to start fights and Hot blooded and, and she definitely utilized all the stuff she'd gone through. So I, I personally would like to see that portrayed on the screen. That version of her, where she's definitely confident in full control of her powers, even extending her powers and just a full, you know, a leader. Like she was definitely handled the reins and handled everything that came to her. And for her to stand toe to toe against Emma Frost, who's the white queen, who's arguably Top three in telepaths after mm-hmm. Professor X and Jean Gray for her to be able to say, I'm not afraid of you and to give it, give her tooth and claw was amazing.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, now that I have your and boo, you, you familiar with Miss Pride? Uh,
2: not too much. They, you know, of course, you know, with King Tom and Les here, you know, I, I, I look like the chimp in the corner.
1: If you look like a chimp and I look like that dude. You look like baby. Eric. I look like, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah, but I, 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 look I like I do. the dude that got bit by the chip. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah,
2: um, it, it would be cool to see any, any characters, any time that they can expand on singular characters, I think is a cool idea. I don't think her just by herself would work. I think Les is right. She needs to be part of a team, but yeah, she is a cool character and what she can not, not push the envelope, but push storylines would be a cool way to, to expand. It just all of this talk makes me really wonder. Because the the eventual goal with, you know, Disney buying Fox and of course they have to do, you know, the their due diligence and time and actually finalize everything because nothing just happens overnight. Yeah. They have to be able to intersect the Marvel Cinematic Universe with the X-Men Universe and make it all one Marvel Cinematic Universe. So when are this how and when are they going to do this is an interesting thing with them still, you know, the dark Phoenix is still a separate thing. I think they still have to make another movie after that in order to finish that storyline. And then they have to do something else to bring the entire world together. So it's just, Mm -hmm. I don't know how, how many of these or how this is going to continue kind of thing. That's, that's the interesting lesson.
1: I talked about this at work and we should have talked about it on the podcast instead of, we had a really long conversation about, how this uh, after phase four or no, no, no phase, phase, f- phase four. I'm sorry. Phase four, phase yeah, four itself. One. Phase four has to have the X Men join yes. the Avengers mm-hmm. to, to carry the Avengers from mm-hmm. here on out. Mm-hmm. Because if we're going to lose Chris Hemsworth's contracts up, Johnny Jr.'s contracts up, and who knows if they're going to resign, they mm-hmm. might. And Hemsworth wants to. He's, he said he wants to, and he, he, say, he said he didn't want to a couple of years ago, but now because of Infinity Wars, he's all in. He said reinvigorated. He's very, yeah, he's very excited about it. So I think Phase 4 has to have your X-Men characters, your huge X-Men characters, not your Kitty Pride's, but your big ones.
2: But, but there can't be a separate universe anymore. No, no, no. There can't be. Yeah. So
1: you'll see Kitty Pride and she, yeah. maybe she'll do the standalone, but you'll see her in Avengers as well.
2: Yeah, that's... that's if
1: that's even supposed to be. Well, yeah. no. Well, she was on, on a run of Guardians,
0: so mm-hmm. she was, okay. she ran so with the Guardians of the Galaxy so there you go. with this team, with Peter mm-hmm. Quill and right. him, so. Yeah, it's it, okay. It's there. I, I had a theory that I threw to a Raj about what they could or should possibly do with the X Men. I'll try to make it short. Um, I think what they should do is right, try to. <laughs> <laughs> I think what they should do is try to do the Star Trek thing.
1: Oh well, yeah, I didn't agree with you with on this one.
0: I know you didn't agree with no. me, but I but think that's okay. what they should do, or Possibly explore is make it a weekly drama, or maybe even shoot it on and put it out on Netflix. Shoot a season or two, and then have them build up to an event, which would be a movie. So just like the original uh, original series of Star Trek ran, then you had Star Trek the Motion Picture. Couple movies go by, and you can even have that as the original five X Men with Professor X. Then all of a sudden, you do what Star Trek: The Next Generation you introduce the giant size team. Mm. Then you go from there. Just like that, all of a sudden, you have a passing of the torch. You are able to feed the original five X-Men, and then you're also able to bring in the iconic X-Men, the ones that everyone grew up with, the formation, the the groundwork for the 90s X-Men.
1: Okay, so what what you're saying is, if I'm getting it right, you're saying do what they've done with the Defenders but add the Defenders into the cinematic universe. Yes. I just don't think that's their MO, and I don't think they'll do it. No, of course not. I think that would be a way to massage it,
0: though, or to at Mm -hmm. least give us something where we're building toward it, and then you get... Because there's so many, and you're right, it doesn't happen overnight, and it's... For Phase 4, they can't just drop an A-bomb and go, here's your X-Men movie, and you're like, what the hell? Right. They got to find a way to bring... Just slide it all in there and just, just add it to the, the whole thing. You know, you gotta slide it all in there. You just gotta, you know, it's like merging traffic. You just can't slam that too. So
1: you can't just slide on in there. That's uh, right. That was Uh, one of those search keywords.
0: (laughs) 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 Yeah.
1: Slide it all in. But I mean,
0: truthfully, I want to see them try to do something because we're missing a lot of X-Men that have not been brought to the screen. In and, and missing opportunities to see how much more diverse they can make these teams and, and do things with them.
1: How about this? How about this? Look, the Avengers 4 is being filmed the same time three is, right. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. What if they do now this merger is done? What if they do reshoots where they incorporate in a scene or two at the end of the movie an X-Men or X-Men two one uh, some a couple of characters? for shits and giggles to tell you hey look what's coming up for phase four they exist oh man
0: so I wouldn't even say x-men characters maybe x-men adjacent like maybe uh Valerie Cooper or uh Maura McTaggart what if you see
1: McAvoy roll his wheelchair down somewhere or they can do like we mentioned before where they just say I think we need to
0: call Xavier on this
1: yes oh so Carol Danvers was
5: an x-man for yes Mm -hmm. a while she was
0: She was part of they the Brood saga. Yeah, she ran through the, yeah, yeah, she ran with them for a while. Yeah, see, I think, I and think, actually that's how that. Rogue became yeah. the Rogue we know. She touched Carol Danvers and absorbed all of her schmeals and <laughs> good use of schmeals. That's right. Mm-hmm. Absorbed all of her schmeals and has been this, that way ever since. Okay.
2: Right. There's a, uh, there's a interesting, uh, YouTube channel that I uh, subscribe to called Comics Explained mm-hmm. and he talks about his idea, <clears throat> excuse me, his idea as far as how to intersect the X-Men into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Oh. And his one main point is that is Xavier has blocked the entire world's knowledge of X-Men. So they exist, but he has done his telepathic powers Ooh, work yeah, that's to <laughs> nobody knows that yeah. they exist. And then at a certain point with Infinity War, he says, all right, it's we time. need, we need, we need to do something. And he just, literally lays an a-bomb and says we're here we're here when we are mm-hmm. willing to help so infinity or infinity war part two or avengers yeah. four yeah. is uh avengers plus x-men fighting thanos that was his it, he goes into much more detail than i'm going to if you guys want yeah, yeah, no, it sounds he interesting is, it is an extremely yeah. good uh uh channel very that well is done a great YouTube channel. yes yeah. it is it, it's where i get a lot of my nerd and comic book knowledge yeah yeah so i would definitely recommend it he goes in much greater detail but it the way he said it i was like holy shit that's that's genius that's so yeah right. so there's plenty of ways for them to do it yeah so it just them with them expanding and adding characters is always good it's just interesting how they're going to continue it's very but cool. that is a great idea
0: because professor x is that powerful oh yeah and he can basically yeah. mind numb everyone and be like they don't know we exist we're able to operate we're let's able to do way. our own thing let's keep it that way. But Oh shit! This thing came to our planet Mm -hmm. and can kill us too. Mm -hmm. (laughs) We need to do something here. Yeah. Hey guys, very Very cool. We're here. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Hey
1: guys. (laughs) All right, that's that's fantastic. And is it going to be Infinity Wars two or Avengers four? I'm asking you, Boo, because I know where you stand on this Jurassic fucking world thing. Oh well, yeah, (laughs) because it's a
2: separate franchise.
1: (laughs) All right. What do you think about that, King Tom? Jurassic Park. Five or Jurassic World Jurassic Two? I i say Jurassic World Two, just because I know it pisses you, off. you. Thank you. I, I, you know, I was waiting for "How Dare You" on you, King Tom. And <laughs> I, and it, and it I, I had to give you a reason. It comes there an hour, I love that it. King Tom likes to push.
4: Yeah, the just buttons. Yeah. <laughs> buttons <around. That's
1: laughs> great. yeah, Eric, you still alive back there? Are you watching, you're watching the X-Men movie while we were talking about it? I,
4: I am right now. I'm going <laughs> back it? and reading all the X-Men comics starting at issue one. That's <laughs> good luck. great, Man, Dudes, really I, so, okay, so we went to the movies tonight, my wife and I did, and the Jurassic World trailer's there, and she says, wait a minute, wasn't Jeff Goldblum in Jurassic Park? Thank like, you. Don't get me started.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. My wife knows what's up. She knows what's up with the what's up.
3: <laughs> well, yeah
1: and aren't they using the tagline of this film aren't they using what jeff goldblum said in the first film life uh finds a way <laughs> which was the separate <laughs> franchise
2: yeah shut up <laughs> <laughs> definitely,
1: not. definitely not all right let's um so are we we good with the x-men i know you guys want Can i talk. uh you want to talk a little bit more yeah the the one uh that
5: series that came out
1: oh yeah 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 let's talk about that yeah
5: X-Men Grand Design is a limited series, being I, I believe it's six issues, um, done yes. by Ed Piscor, who did, I think it's the Hip Hop Family Tree. Was a, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah,
0: that's what he yeah. did, yeah.
5: Um, and the first two issues came out in the last few weeks. Um, and it's basically a retelling of the entire history of the X-Men in a very, in his own um artistic style and it's very interesting um the first two issues takes you from the beginning of mutant it's it's told by the watcher it takes you from the beginning of mutants through the end of the x-men's very first run in late 60s and it tells the story with humor it tells it in a good way but there are a few things that i'm not a huge fan of because it's trying to tie everything together which the grand design um title should give away Mm. but and and i this might be getting into it a little bit but it when i say tie things together it it changes some things um like it places some mutants in places where they weren't earlier on it um it brings in a certain villain in the gene gray's history even earlier on um than the comic line does And it also, in in the early years, the X-Men faced a number of alien menaces, and it makes all of those alien menaces, the only reason they're there on Earth or going up against the X-Men, and this is from the 60s, the only reason they're there is because of the Phoenix.
4: Ooh.
0: Okay. Uh, So they're saying the Phoenix Force has always been around and always been
5: targeting Gene? Well, Yes, either that or – and this isn't entirely revealed, but these aliens know what's up. Uh. These aliens know the phoenix is going to strike, so that's why they're getting involved. And I, I want to see how it plays out. But I i like the series, but at the same time, I'm not sure I'm a, a big fan of that.
0: Okay. Wow. Are
5: you going to pick that up?
0: I am definitely going to pick it up. I – um. Saw on Twitter a couple of things that Ed Ed Piscor tweeted out. So, yeah, I want to check it out. I definitely want to see. I have a few. I mean, they tried to turn Namor or they turned Namor into, like, literally the first mutant. Yeah. It was like this guy was, you know, an original Marvel, like, with Captain America back in, like, the 40s. Mm. Like, now all of a sudden, he's the first mutant and... He's part of the mutant teams, and he's always been around. And it's like, uh, I mean, I kind of think that's cool, but I'm like, I don't know if they needed to do stuff like that. So <laughs> it's always cool to get a different take. I'm definitely going to, especially if it's only six issues, I'm definitely going to want to jump on it for sure.
5: Yeah. he And the, the good thing is the the last page of issue two says late 2018. I'm like, damn it, I'm going to have to wait till like December or so. But I think he tweeted out last week. Yeah, the next issue is going to be on the summer. Which yeah, he did. Oh, cool. It's a bit of a wait, but it's not as
1: bad. It's not like Game of Thrones. No, this is not like Game
0: of Thrones. <laughs> damn
3: it!
1: <sighs> and by the way, we have to do a retraction because we got called out. Massive retraction. A massive retraction. So Avengers comes out this year. Yes, it does. Right, and we, everybody and their mothers are like, "You idiots!" Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't come out in 2019.
2: I so know. We Shout apologize. out to Calvin for picking up on that. Yeah, thanks, I know. When Calvin, I saw thanks. that, I was like.
0: Happy to be wrong. Yeah, and then yeah, I, I, I sure. spent New Year's with my buddy, Brett Portillo, and he was like, yeah, man, I got to tell you, it's happening sooner than you think. And I'm like,
1: oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> it's not like we have a podcast about pop culture and no, things or, like that. Know, or, no. Yeah. No.
2: Give us we, some should, we should be
1: accurate or anything. Yeah, yeah, no, no, of course slap. not.
2: So sorry.
1: All right. Well, there is your X-Men news. All right. Let's talk a little Black Panther. Ah. There's a new trailer. We're gonna play that for you in a sec, and it ain't that far away, people. It ain't oh, that far away, no. and here's the cool thing: it has already broken records on Fandango.
0: Yes, it has pre-sale. like the most
1: sales for any standalone film, or beat Doctor Strange. or I don't know, it did something? Yeah,
0: it beat Avengers. Yeah, it beat Avengers. Yeah. Yeah, it beat Avengers. Yeah, it I think it beat the the a couple Avengers movies. Yeah, wow, for that's, sure. That's amazing. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. great,
1: and very pumped up about it. Yes, play you the uh, the trailer in a sec. That's second. awesome. Yeah, so this movie's coming out very soon, right? The sixteenth of February the 16th yeah. of february this year we don't want to get it wrong i know right yeah, yeah. <laughs> of 2020 the, the yeah. very next month right after this month <laughs> of january
3: yes yeah. it's
5: coming up Pre- previews for that thursday my my friend got tickets earlier today so okay. I'm excited for that so we got
0: to go see this yes we yes do. we do
1: holy shit
0: just can't <laughs> wait man i mean i think it's good new year i think this is a good thing we got all these other controversial things going on and i think this is going to be something very fresh a different perspective we're getting a full-blown black superhero and i think it's going to open the door for so many more things just so many more types of movies diversity is going to i think it's just going to become a dawning of a new age for mm-hmm. superhero age movies of aquarius and just mm-hmm. just movies in general we're probably going to get more superheroines more female characters more female led more uh people of color just full-blown representation i can't wait for. we're gonna this get to a persian superhero we should mm-hmm. it's not
1: gonna happen when is your aladdin coming out yeah it's coming out soon it's coming out and oh, no, that's not coming out soon i, I can't out. wait to see on the big screen right? i am so stoked for you guys to see me yes i'm very excited i even used the rug from my living room as my as my rug <laughs> i can't wait for you guys this to see you're the only one who can make that joke. and i'm not gonna leave the podcast because i'm not gonna big time you guys oh, oh thank please thank don't you. big time no. us yeah i'll be here I'll definitely be here. We'll be
2: uh, we'll be your entourage. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to make you wear you better like be
1: those, those baggy <laughs> pants with the shoes like <laughs> the curly shoes and walk around. Oh no. <laughs> you probably carry me on my carpet. Oh,
2: so who gets to keep the monkey away from you?
1: I, I don't yeah, I'm not going to have a boo. You got to have you got to have a I'm pool not with having you, man. No, right
2: not. on your
0: shoulder. No, no he'll no, adopt Yago no. instead and just
1: roll yeah, with that. <laughs> that. Okay, so yeah, I'm very excited about Black Panther 2. It's going to you are 100% right. It's going to open the door for a lot of things, especially if it's successful. Studios will have the balls. To be able to to do more of this kind of thing, right? And Just also, like Wonder Woman was yes, and she also
0: a quick plug. I think I'm going to shamelessly throw this out there. Black Lightning starts on oh, the CW right. verse. Yes, I saw that. And if I'm not mistaken, he's basically Static Shock all grown up. Yes, he is. So for all you kids that grew up with Static on TV, let's get with it, y'all. I have no idea what's what that right. Is. Yeah, that's I have no right. idea what
1: that is. Black Lightning. Yeah, I saw a picture of that and I He's I was uh, like, "Oh a beast. shit. It's it cool? looks beast. beast. It looks pretty sick, yeah. yeah it's It's
0: uh, It'll probably get me back to Network Network TV for oh, sure. Oh shit.
1: Wow, okay. Right on. All right, there is your Black Panther and let's play the trailer.
4: You're telling me that the king of a third world country runs around in a bulletproof catsuit? <laughs> You ask him yourself
5: because he's right outside. (laughs) Bingo.
3: My king. Stop it. The black panther lives.
6: A war is coming. That's damn car. Watch me do my. I hope you're ready, bro. I'm just getting started. Deadly. Deadly. Let's have some fun. I'm fed, I'm
3: fed. You show off.
6: Yeah. I want your weapons. You want to play your them? secrets. It's all mine now. Is this your king? <laughs> this ends today.
1: Now we're probably going to end this thing with DC gets a lot of shit for their cinematic universe and their films. And, but they do get a lot of praise for their animated films. Absolutely. And they get a lot of praise for their actual graphic novels. They, they're actually leading in sales. Uh, they're beating Marvel. Mm-hmm. Yes. But their, their animated series films have been just really, really critically acclaimed and Connor Schwarzen- trigger from Cinema Blend, I love that guy's name. Mm-hmm. He ranked the top 30 wow. over the last 10 years. Now, we're not going to re- list all 30, but I do want to list the top five Okay, and see if you guys agree, because I've seen some of these, and they, they, they are amazing. Number five, Justice League Crisis on Two Earths.
4: On a parallel Earth, my world is similar to yours in many ways, but very different in others. Luthor's new Justice League is not to be underestimated. Super villains rule of the planet. We were systematically destroyed by a group of superpowered beings known as the Crime Syndicate. They have the same superpowers
6: as the Justice League, but with an evil twist. Take them down. They're willing to kill. Get ready for an all-new animated original movie from DC Universe. Superman, Batman, Wonder Woman, Green Lantern, and the rest of the Justice League.
2: It's okay. We'll take it from here.
6: In a battle against their criminal counterparts. I'm the
2: baddest of the bad. Anybody who ever stood in my way is dead. Two
6: Earths, two
2: Leagues,
6: one epic battle. Justice League, crisis on two Earths. Nice place, Mr. President. I think I'm going to like it here. Yes, I've seen
1: seen it Yes, Number four, Batman The Dark Knight Returns Part 1
4: Tonight marks the 10th anniversary of the last sighting of the Batman
6: All units, robbery in progress, Gotham City Trust They call us a gang Only when they die by our hands will they know Gotham City belongs to the mutants What
3: the hell is that? and face me like a man. (laughs) What's your name?
6: Carrie Kelly. Robin.
5: She's smart. Brain. She's perfect. These are scary times, Bruce. It's just random violence.
1: The war goes on.
3: I will tear him limb from limb!
0: in his prime
6: he'll kill you i will show you who rules gotham city
2: i'm not finished yet
6: Ah! you just crippled that man
1: he's young he'll walk again number three justice league flashpoint paradox world war three maybe i could have stopped it
6: if i just ran a little faster faster Speed Force allows the Reverse Flash to travel through time. He changed something in the past. We have to find out what he changed and change it back before they kill everyone on the planet. In my world, I'm a hero. You mean like Batman? No matter how fast you run, you can't save everyone. We're running out of time. War's over. Everybody lost. No! be amazed the monsters this
3: world can create Yeah that,
1: that was, was great the flashpoint yeah. yeah Number 2 The Dark Knight Returns Part 2 Tonight we are the law I am the law You act like a criminal we are criminals. We always have been. Look, one of these days, someone with authority is going to tell me to come stop you. And when that happens,
6: I hereby issue a warrant for the Batman's arrest.
1: When that happens, may the best man win.
6: He's a murderer now. Jim, if you've talked to him, you have to let me know.
2: He and I don't talk anymore. You have gotten old. <laughs> I made you lose control.
6: <laughs> All the people I've murdered.
1: It ends tonight. And number one, do you want to guess what number one is?
0: I'm going to say all-star Superman.
5: <sighs> uh, King Tom, you want to guess? I
1: I don't know the DC animated stuff. so Okay. I, I have to pass. Uh, I know Eric's really into it. Eric?
4: Just stop it. <laughs> <laughs> Why you got to hurt me, man? I, I'm a person with feelings. I know. Yeah, <laughs> you're
1: kicking them all he's down. I'm just kidding. Eric. I love you. I love you. Uh, Boo, you want to take a hack?
2: Um, Well, just probably for what it was and what, and what it meant, the importance of it. I'd say the killing joke.
1: That's what I would, I would yeah. have thought. The killing joke w- wasn't in the top ten. Yeah. Ah. Oh, yeah. Okay. People, some people didn't like the Killing Joke animated version of it. I well, watched it, it. I thought it was cool. Yeah, it, no, it, it it was good. It was just so Batman got it on with uh it, with Batgirl, uh, Girl. Batgirl. yeah, Oracle, yeah.
2: yeah. It, it was Oracle. just all the all encompassing of what it was actually being a pretty rated. Well, it was rated R, you know, animated movie yeah. for DC. It just seemed like it'd be maybe not the best, but one of the most important, I that's guess. What I, that's what I would have thought. Yeah, it's under the red
1: hood, night after night. I watch over this city. But now someone stands in the shadows who knows
6: my every move before I make it. Stalking me. It ends tonight.
1: Who do you work for?
3: (laughs) Ooh. And the synopsis.
1: I have the synopsis here for Under the Red Hood. Under Red Hood is a dark, unflinching, and faithful tale of Jason Todd's return to life that smartly emphasizes his hatred for the Joker and his lack of understanding towards Batman's no-kill rule. As a whole, the film is emotional and action-packed roller coaster with great vocal performances, but the final few minutes between Batman, Joker, and Jason are what elevate it to pure classic status. It's a crazy...
2: Is it? Yeah. This is oh, one I haven't yeah, seen. Dude. Yeah, it's nuts, dude. Yeah, that, that top five is a must-see for everyone, yeah.
1: Yeah, so yeah, definitely check out at, at least this top five. I'm going to check out a couple of these. I haven't seen the Dark Knight Returns part one and part two, but I have seen uh, Crisis on Two Earths, and I, I'm going to definitely see Under the Red Hood. Mm-hmm. So there is your DC top five animated feature.
0: Can I interject real quick on the Crisis on Two Earths thing? You can absolutely. That's where you see Batman for, there's a moment there, there's two moments in that, in that film where you see Batman for what if he were to not have a no-kill rule. That's oh, all I'm cool. gonna say. Okay. Calculating and masochistic at, at its best. Oh shit.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: That sounds more like the joke. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it yeah. And, mm-hmm. oh, yeah. By the way, Boo, I did see the <laughs> Aquaman, entrance that you're talking about in the film oh and in, he uh, comes in like League? a badass yeah just yeah, yeah i saw that it was pretty pretty amazing yeah it was, it was i really know cool That yeah, was <laughs> great so no walking dead talk because we haven't had a show hopefully they can figure things out on the break and come out of their slump <laughs> uh, but we do have an email and we'll end it with an email and the email is from our friend Rashad. he says what's up sith heads Loved your end-of-year shows, but I have some thoughts on some shows you might have missed. Mm, okay. Hope, and I know we missed a lot. Yeah, we did. Because, yeah, Hope you guys consider checking out these shows in the future. Some kind of flew under the radar, but they're definitely worth your time. Number one, Legion FX. Now, I did watch Legion, and I watched about three episodes, and I just couldn't do it anymore. Mm-hmm. So, But a quasi-X-Men-centric show, we follow David Holler, a.k.a. Legion, as he struggles to get a grip on his reality while in, in the mental hospital. He appears for, to suffer from schizophrenia, but as the show unfolds, there is something far more sinister brewing under the surface. Production design and cinematography is incredible and very Kubrick-like. That's true. It is. It's a twisted tale, and half of the fun is trying to figure out what's really going on. All right. Number two, you're the worst on FX. I haven't heard of this one. Have you? Okay. Yeah. it's. Right.
0: I've seen snippets for it, or like I guess uh, TV spots for it, and right. it's... Yeah, it's it should be something we, we all would watch.
1: A dark comedy about two terrible people who apprehensively embark on a fucked up relationship together. The show is smart, funny, sharp, witty, but also very heartfelt and deals with many heavy subjects such as manic depression, addiction, etc. Very honest and sincere way. Mm-hmm. Okay, very cool. I'll check that out. Master of None. I've heard of this and I've watched an episode. It's Aziz Azari's semi-autobiographical series, which follows him as an aspiring actor trying to make it in an industry which is not always so flattering or kind to people like him. The story and characters are so vivid and have such heart, and he definitely touches on so many things we overlook in our everyday life, the way he does in his stand-up. Everything from what to do when a business partner gets in the hot water over harassment charges, coming out to your parents, coming to terms with being the child of an immigrant parent in America. I could go on and on, but some of the other honorable mentions I've suggested. Glow, Netflix. I've seen Glow. BoJack Horseman on Netflix.
3: Hmm.
1: Mr. Robot, which you're absolutely right. I did not put it in my top five list because I haven't seen the last season. So I couldn't do that. But you're, I can't wait to see it. And the Marvelous Miss Maisel on Amazon. So thank you. He said, Keep up the great podcast. Looking forward to 2018. It has in store. Your bud, Rashad. Thank you, our bud, Rashad. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Rashad. And we can't wait to see yeah. you on Saturday. We're going to see a lot of people at the Steel event on Saturday. Yes, we are. And it's going to be fun. I Wish you guys could come, mm-hmm. Eric. And me too, man. I wish. Yeah, I do too. Yeah, this should be. It should be interesting. Should be fun. We'll have a drink for you. We will have some blue milk. Thanks. I will squeeze <laughs> Boo's nipples. Just yeah. That, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> and I will get some blue milk, and I'll, I'll take a, I'll take a, a picture, a video for you. Uh, I, okay. I, I don't know
4: about that. I'm only, happening. only if Boo says this is going to go exactly the way you think. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Ay, caramba. Yeah. Okay, guys, I think we did our first episode back. Yes. It was nice to be back in the chair mm-hmm. behind the mic. King Tom, thank you so much for coming on. Thanks we for having had, me. We had a blast. We had a great time, like always, with you. Mm-hmm. You got to come on again very soon. Yes. King Tom, you just tell me when you want to come on and you can come on. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need an
4: invite. Well, thanks.
1: Yeah. Eric, thanks for not watching anything and not knowing anything about anything <laughs> other than Star Wars. <laughs>
4: Hey, man, that's what I do. Yeah. That's you, what I do. And, hey, nothing wrong with
1: that. And, Eric, you do it well. You do it well.
4: I'm not going to lie. You're Star Wars. You know what? When I put my mind to else it. else sucks ass. Yeah. But
1: you do it great. Yeah. Don't you, do that. You know I love you, Eric, right?
4: Oh, I assumed,
1: yeah. <laughs> uh, King Tom, where can people find you? Tom Chansky on Twitter. I got it right that time. Yeah, he had to look it up, though. The hair, the yeah. man I love, Eric Struthers, where can they find you?
4: Probably curled up under my desk crying after the way I've been treated.
1: (laughs) Uh, Usually I do this to Les. I just feel bad for him because of his extraction, Jackson. So I'm not doing it to him. So I just I'm doing it to you tonight. Yeah. I just, you know, oh dude I let's do be it real like.
4: it's not like you and i didn't have this conversation when you first asked me about being on the show i'm like you know i don't know anything about anything
1: <laughs> right? yeah, And i said i don't care i love you and you need so to i care.
4: totally deserve it i, <laughs> do. I completely deserve it <laughs> thanks for stepping up for me today eric yeah, <laughs> yeah. taking the bullet yeah i owe yeah. you big time bro hey i'm happy to do it i'm happy to <laughs> but tell people where they can actually find you. at eric strothers
1: extraction jackson go ahead I'm at extraction. I'm actually gonna have to change my uh
4: yeah.
0: But it's at less is more 78.
1: I like the I like the extraction Jackson. It's very, pretty good. very comic booky. That's it's about to happen good. right now, people.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Look at him, he's oh, excited. Really boo. At the Sith List Boo. Okay.
1: And then obviously you can find me at, at the Sith List. Before we end this episode, this great episode of ours, I wanted to give a shout out to my father who on this day five years ago passed passed away and Just wanted to say that he was the guy that pretty much taught me everything and we're always thinking about him. And the song that you're actually hearing in the background was the song that we played when we spread his ashes into the Pacific Ocean. That was his request. He wanted to be spread with the marine life and the whales and dolphins of the Pacific Ocean. And he got his request and this song by Pearl Jam release was the song. So we're going to end it with that. Thank you again for listening. We will see you guys next week on episode number... Seventy six of the Sith list.